Keldrick Falk may be the most crucial Auburn Tiger on the entire roster, but when you look at the 2023 class, he's not alone. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Charlie Tuesday. To all who celebrate, we're joined by Auburn Message Board legend and the host of the Top Button Podcast. That is Charlie Five. Happy Tuesday to you, sir. Keldrick Falk, I think you can make the case he's the most crucial player on the 2024 Auburn Tigers roster. But you can look at his entire class, which is what Hugh Freeze built in that kind of month leading into December of 2023. He flipped all of these guys, Keldrick Falk, Kayan Lee, a bunch of these dudes. And so let's go through five guys in the 2023 class that need to step up in order for Auburn to win football games and maybe even overachieve in 2024. And Charlie Five, I assume, I assume you believe Keldrick Falk is number one here. Yes, absolutely. I, and honestly, his importance this year is is exponential exponential because sure. you lost your you lost your one true i guess i don't want i don't want to say like that our best a best defensive lineman because we have a we have a bunch of guys that can play uh that can make impact but but Marcus Harris just he made he was your tackle for loss guy he mm -hmm. was your disruption guy and you don't have that anymore. And Keldrick right. Falk's really the only one coming back that that's shown that he can he can rush the passer. He can create uh, he can create movement and, and disruption in the backfield. And his his importance is like exponential this year. Last year it was a luxury. This year you got to have him. You got to have him. And I think he's 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 primed and ready to go uh, from a body from his from the body standpoint. And then from just the overall talent standpoint, he is he is going to be uh, – we need him to be a monster, and I think he's going to be a monster next year. Yeah, just as far as potential impact, because if he does not turn into this five-star player that Auburn needs him to be in 2024, I think the front seven could see some issues. I mean, Auburn needs a dude to step up like Marcus Harris did a year ago. And it could be other guys like it in theory could be, you know, Jason Jones taking another step forward, or it could be one of the transfers coming in a gauge keys or a trill Carter who transferred from Texas, but all signs point to it being Keldrick Falk and the yeah. fact that he's able to contribute in, in, in different ways, both as a, as a defensive end, or I think he's got the size and frame and skill set to scoot inside. We talked about this before the season started a year ago, where it's like a lot of these guys don't really take a big step forward as a pass rusher in the SEC until their second season. Sure. Well, Keldrick needs to do that now because you feel good about McLeod coming off the edge. They didn't really go out and get any other pass rushers. So to me, this staff believes in Keldrick Falk. And if Keldrick Falk does not do that and does not live up to the billing, Charlie Five, this is why I think he's one of the most crucial players on the roster. If he doesn't live up to that billing, I think the pass rush is in major trouble in 2024. But I, I do think he will live up to the billing. For a five-star, he checked off all the boxes of what you need to see in year one 
mm-hmm. to be able to, to to give you the excitement, to give you the the assurement that he can, you know, take that net. Because you're right, sophomore year for a five star expectations are. I may have just made that word up. Uh, five star. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you stars. said it so well. I was like, okay. Right. I owned it. You got if you're if you're unsure, just own it. That's but right. in your second year, you're expecting like all American type years out of your five stars, and he did all the stuff yeah. his freshman year. Um, that he physically, you were worried about the jump from one A to a football in Alabama to playing in the SEC. It took him a few games. Didn't yep. seem to fa- didn't seem to right. phase him. So it's like, man, one more year of that. How much better can he be? Uh, we need him. We need him mm-hmm. bad. Need All him right. stay healthy. So we we agree on one. I think after this we'll disagree moving forward. I remade this list several times, and I didn't. <laughs> I I don't like I don't like where I'm at now with this list of five guys in this 2023 class. I mean, this 2023 class is crucial. I mean, this is a big deal, which is what you do when you recruit well, right? It's like, okay, he's got in Hugh Freeze and the staff was only here for a month and they really put together this class. It was ranked like 40 something and then finished in the top 20 with what they did. And that was a fun month for sure. I almost feel like I have to put Connor Lou at two and I, I don't think I want to. Is that what you did? Yeah, I got Connor Lou at two. All right, then I'm not going to do that. So you talk about why you put Connor Lou as the second most crucial player in this 2023 class. Go well, ahead. I mean, I mean, you, you come in halfway through the year and you take over, and and also I kind of looked at it as well as like the way uh, the kids were ranked last year, and then how they actually performed, and then how yeah. they project moving forward. Like Connor Lou was middle of the pack and as far as class ranking goes you just don't get a lot of high ranking out of out of a uh, interior offensive lineman i think he was like a three-star in most sites you bring him in and he performs like a five-star you, he ha- halfway through the year he takes over because of an injury and then they're like hmm let's just let's just roll with this he's mm-hmm. actually pretty he's actually pretty dang good you and i both we're, we're unsure that he would be able to ke- be kept off the field uh if even if everybody was healthy but he got his shot he's your center you, I don't know who the backup center is. Let's just be – I don't know who steps in. Um, I don't know who steps in if he if he doesn't perform uh, as well, picks up where he left off from last year, or even gets better. So, um, I think he's crucial. Did Joyner? It's, it's, would, would, you, would Joyner be the, the center off the bench? Probably. So pro, I would think it would probably be one of the guards that would make, that may slide a guy in. in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe like a Dylan Senda or Tate Johnson or I don't even know. Is Tate Johnson? Oh, it still, would be it would be Tate Johnson. Yeah, somebody somebody like that. But uh, I think he's crucial. I think the anchor uh, in the middle is, is big. Uh, continuity there. Another year to kind of keep you know calling checks, uh, adjustments, or whatever you do, whatever the centers do. Yeah, uh, at the line of scrimmage, just big to have him here. I think he's very very crucial. So the the reason I didn't want to put him at two is because it's too easy. <laughs> well, I think he's a known commodity. I, I think when you look at these guys that are now going into their second season of SEC football, is you're expecting this major jump, and, and we may see a major jump with Connor Lou. But I just think there are other guys at stronger positions of need where you would need somebody to step up. I mean, because if Connor Lou plays the exact same, and I'm expecting him to get better. But if he plays the exact same level of football that he did in the second half of the season, he's still a really solid football player. All SEC guy, yeah. Yeah, and so th- that was kind of where I, You're I really struggled. Him for granted. You're taking him for granted, Zach. Maybe, maybe so, <laughs> maybe so. Uh, but for the sake of conversation, I'm going to put Kay and Lee 
at number two. I like you, it. You lose your two starting corners. And the, I mean, it's almost now a blessing in disguise that we got to see and Lee start a few games before Nehemiah Pritchett returned. And uh, I mean, he was exceptional. He was exceptional. And so I, I think and Lee, especially now that they went out and got some other guys like Antonio Kite, we'll see what they do with Keontae Scott. But uh, I, I think and Lee is a number one corner in the SEC. I, I do think he's ready for it. Um, and to me, that is crucial. I mean, how rare can you feel about a guy going to a second year of football? You feel so good about him after losing two guys that were in Mobile last week, exactly. being coveted by all these NFL teams. I mean, that's a rare situation. Um, and I think I think there's more room for upside with Kay and Lee than there is Connor Lou. It's minuscule, Charlie Five. It's minuscule, and, and the fact that this is even a debate is exciting and kind of shows where the upside for this team could be over the next few seasons. But that was kind of my thought process. So I'll put Kay and Lee at two. I like it when you look at when you look at this when you look at who left and then who's stepping up and like the the I guess the the caliber of player you're replacing. And you're right, K and Lee is very important because you're you're replacing DJ James, who's probably going to be a you know second, third second round, or possible, third. Yeah, second right. or third round pick. You got to replace that production, okay? Because that 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 was very important to the the Auburn's defensive success last year. So Kayan's got to be, at, I mean, at least at that level. Uh, maybe maybe a step down, but but I mean, you got to You're thinking you're 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 replacing a huge huge. Uh, shoes you're replacing you're trying to fill some huge shoes and uh i i i, I agree i think he's got to be big and i think he's got the body he's he, he showed the 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 flashes last year uh i like it he's on I, my list sure yeah and obviously connor connor lose three on mine but the rest of our lists are very different the rest of our lists are very different and so we discuss why maybe have a little debate uh in just a moment and and also hey go ahead and comment your five most crucial players Five players in the 2023 class that Auburn needs to step up in order to be successful in 2024. Go ahead and drop those in the comments or hit us up on social media. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. Charlie, I'm going to keep you here, actually. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine wagering on sports anywhere other than FanDuel Sportsbook? I can't imagine. That's it's just... Super Bowl week. Happy Super Bowl week to you, yes, by the way. The so big sorry game. I didn't say that earlier. Um. Can you imagine getting involved with the Super Bowl and it not being through FanDuel? I can't imagine trying to guess the Gatorade color or the over and under on the national anthem anywhere other than FanDuel. There's a line on, like, will there be an octopus? What does that mean? Wait. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? I guarantee there will be an octopus now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's well, it. well, since you asked, sure, <laughs> you know. But, hey, right now, uh, get make sure you're ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Seriously, the props for the Super Bowl, it's just there's nothing else like it. And so right now, new customers can join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Charlie Five, can you imagine buying Auburn gear from anywhere other than Alumni Hall? I, I can't, and I don't want to. No, I, it's I, just not I, a world make I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want my Auburn gear to be officially licensed. I want it to be the real deal. I want it to be the right color blue, the right color orange, and I want to be able to pick from all of these sports. 
And also, like, I'm a little like uh, I'm looking forward to the days where people, uh, you know, you see the older guys that wear the Auburn dad shirts. Can't where wait. do they get those? They get them at Alumni Hall. I learned that the hey, other day. I want to drink out of at Auburn cups. I want to eat off Auburn plates. I want to have an Auburn doormat. And I want to go to one place to get all that. Alumni, Alumni Hall. Hall. Yeah, they got three uh, physical locations in, in Auburn, in Opelika, or Hunts Vegas. Hunts Vegas. There we go. Uh, then also that that's Huntsville for those who yeah. are not familiar with the terminology the there. Uh, or you can check it out at um at alumnihall.com. All right. My number three guy, as far as we're ranking our five players from the 2023 class that need to step up for Auburn to be successful this year. Uh is Connor Lou. We already kind of talked him up. Who is your number three? Uh, my number three is Azavian Miller. Uh two tall and let me tell you why okay first of all Great it was one. the whole he was underranked last year and then he performed way ahead of where we expected a year a, ahead of schedule a, a complete year ahead of schedule mm -hmm. some will say i mean obviously he he struggled at times his first year adjusting uh but for this offense to be the peak of what it could be with percy lewis uh yes. at left tackle yes. with uh with dylan wade at guard Connor Lou at center, and then a just a battle royale for the other guard position. You got to have uh, too tall, uh, having another step forward at right tackle. You're talking about you could have one of the better offensive lines that Auburn's had maybe since back in 2017. If if too tall can take that step forward again, another year uh, at right tackle with with all the other positions. Um, I just I, I love his size. I love how far ahead of the game he was last year. He was able to take being thrown into the fire, and he showed he's he was really good at times. He was good enough to move uh, Gunner Britton inside to guard. So uh, if he can have another year like that, holy cow, where could this line go? Like what could what kind of offensive line could you have uh, if yep. he takes another step and allows all those other positions to work out the way uh, we need them to work out? The potential upside and like area for improvement on this offensive line. When you look at Xavier Miller from right tackle after having a season in the SEC is huge, especially when you couple it with the upside of bringing Percy Lewis in, like you said, and mm. then, you know, the potential of Dylan Wade at guard, I, I think is just insane. So I actually had Xavier Miller number two on this list. And I felt silly because I didn't have Connor Lou on it for the reasons that I discussed. So I just, I just, I switched them. I switched yeah. them. So for the sake of conversation, Miller will not be on mine, but he, he probably should be. He absolutely probably should be. It also goes to the testament of the depth of this class that's emerging. But yeah, 100% is Avian Miller coming in and uh, everything he did last year was huge, was absolutely huge. And you talk about like guys who need to step up. There's, there's probably more room for improvement for him than anybody else we've talked about up to this point. Sure. Right. I, I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. No, no. I think there was times where he struggled at, at pass protection. And uh, I know in group texts and chats and message yep. boards and everything like that, I think he sort of got picked on there. Uh, so there is definitely some room to improve there. But I think he was killer in the run game. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, does this, does this pass pro take a step up? Uh, when you add in, you know, these, these um, you know, a little bit more athletic, a little bit more explosive wide receivers that we can hopefully get the ball out quick to. Um, does 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 he take that step forward to allow us to be able to get them the ball? 
Um, yeah, I think that's M- I think more that's upside big. on the offensive line as far as improvement. Is Xavier Miller second year right tackle or Dylan Wade scooting inside to guard? Which one has more upside Gosh. for uh, improvement? Uh, you weren't ready for that from, question, were you? I was not. I was not. I'm. I'm still. I'm going to stick with. I'm going to stick with um, Xavier Miller because I don't I think. think, right I, think yeah. I think Dylan Wade is just going to not even skip a beat. Like I think he's going to be just as I good at right better. tackle, even better. But he was already playing at a high level, so uh, I think uh, Miller has the has the opportunity to take a, a, a much bigger step than than Dylan Wade is from uh, left tackle to guard because I think he was already playing at a high level. All right, my um, my fourth person on this list, so Keldrick Falk, Kane Lee, Connor Liu. My fourth one is Darren Reed, the defensive yes. lineman. And once again, and this is why Keldrick is one, one of the many reasons why Keldrick was so high is because there needs to be dudes on this defensive line that step up. And I think Trill Carter and Gage Keys were brought in to be pieces. I don't think they were brought in to be the dude. And whether I'm talking to Jason Jones on this show or last week in Mobile when I'm talking to Marcus Harris, um, I think even Hank shouted him out on this show when Hank Brown came on, the baby goat. BG. A lot of people are bringing up Darren Reed. And, I, I, and it kind of surprises me every time. And I mean, Darren Reed, when you look at the rankings in this class, he was he was the fourth highest rated player in this class. And we've talked before about it seems like this coaching staff, they made the decision to stay young on the defensive line because they were pursuing other dudes in the portal, but they 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 went with Gage Keys and Trill Carter. Um I think they believe in Darren Reed. I think part of their decisions to do that was because they saw the potential upside. With Darren Reed, he's a guy I have not talked about a ton. He's a guy we're not hearing a whole lot about from the media, but we're hearing about him from the players, and I yeah. think that matters. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, again, he was one of those uh, one of those crucial flips when Hugh got here, flipping him from LSU, uh, and it, it was big. It, he's he's you know from from Columbus, high four star guy, and the thing is. Even though you bring in some higher-rated freshmen uh, mm-hmm. this past offseason, you 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 just not you're not a hundred percent comfortable just saying those are your guys. And and right. Darren Reed is not just some filler body. He was a highly right. rated guy that you need that sophomore year to take that step forward. I think he showed out in bowl practices. I think there was even you you maybe were even sort of worried if you he may be a guy that would possibly look at going to the portal. Uh, but he showed out in bowl practice, and I think that fired him up, uh, got him uh, seeing the the vision of, of where he can fit in next year on defense. Uh, and, I, again, like you said, he's already having shout-outs from workouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very anxious to see how he play, how spring uh, goes for him because he's another one of those dudes that can play multiple positions on the defensive line and be athletic and make things happen. And you really need – uh, man, if 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 you could get a if you could get a Keldrick Fox season last year, this coming up year out of Darren Reed, I think you're ecstatic. I think you're ecstatic. I think that that's something That'd that be ins- that would be insane. That would, like, that be, would be so great. Yeah, I mean, who cares if he's a half a year or just one step behind? You know, Keldrick Falk, who's a freak. Like, who cares? If I he guess can, he'll be a red shirt. So he'll be a yeah. he'll be a red shirt freshman. A red he, shirt only, freshman. he only played in the bowl game. I thought he played. I thought we saw him outside of that, but I guess not. He played five snaps in the bowl game. 
Yeah. So if you can get if you could get a Keldrick Falk freshman year next year out of Darren Reed, I think you're I think you're ecstatic. You're and and I, ecstatic. I think that's reasonable. I think it's if very he, reasonable. if he I mean he's got to win the job. I think the path to playing time was clearer for Keldrick a year ago than it is for for Reed now. But yeah, Darren Reed's four for that reason. So yeah, who is, who is your number four before we uh, move on to our final parts of the list? And then we'll, we'll touch on some um, honorable mentions as well. So this was my, tough for me. My number four uh, it was that was it was tough for me, but I went with Jeremiah Cobb, uh, hmm. and and I know that we we didn't lose a single running back. <laughs> I know we didn't lose anybody. Uh, you you brought all four back, even Batie. Um, he that went in the portal and came back. So it's like okay, it's the exact same room. So how why is Cobb so so crucial and so you know whatever Cobb gives us a, an element that no other running back gives us not even Batie and 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 the reason is is because you yeah. got bits and pieces of things that Cobb can do uh, between all the other backs but Cobb can do it all like you got Batie who's the threat to catch the ball out of the backfield Cobb can catch the ball out of the backfield and be explosive catching the ball out of the backfield. You got uh, Jarquez Hunter who can give you the tough yards uh, between the tackles. Cobb can do all, can, can do that. You know he can do everything that all of the backs do. All of the backs may have like one thing that they can do really well, or or you know some other things that they do kind of average. Cobb does them all well. So yeah. uh, another another year of him in the weight room, another year of him like having this experience, like he could be the a piece of your offense that like takes your offense to a completely, completely different level. He's a different difference maker. He, he's just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just different than all the other backs. Uh, and I think a, a year of him, another year of him stepping up, uh, another year of development, holy cow, what could, what could you, um, you know, what could, what could the offense look like with him taking another uh, step forward, uh, the, a different element coming out of the backfield. So I put Cobb up there. That's fine. Yeah, I, I put him. I, I did not put him in the top five, and it felt once again like I really struggled making this list because I felt like I was leaving too many guys off. But there's just too many names to put on there because I, I think he is the third running back to start the season. I do think he passes Batty as far as touches go in this offense this upcoming season. But still, I mean, once again, what a great problem to have. Yeah, no question about it. All right, we'll, we'll share our final names on this list, as well as some guys that we probably should have mentioned in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Charlie Five, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine getting your uh, parts for your car, truck, or SUV from anywhere other than eBay Motors? Uh, I don't know why you would do it. I don't know why you'd even think about it. Does it make sense? Because with eBay Motors, they have over 122 million parts for your ride or die. That's so many parts. Like that is an ungodly amount of parts. It's I can't even count that high. No. And so I mean, you're always going to find what you're looking for. And Charlie Five, have you heard of the eBay Guaranteed Fit? Uh, tell me about it. Well, your part is guaranteed to fit your car every time, or you get your money back. Holy cow! Because with Better eBay Motors, you're burning rubber. And not cash. Oh, I love it. With all the parts it's always you better need, when it fits. That's right. Okay. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and There's bring not always home that guarantee. That <laughs> eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. So sorry if that does not apply to you. 
All right, my final guy on this list is top five, Sylvester Smith. Mm. I, I think Sylvester Smith, to be frank, I think Sylvester Smith is him. I think he's fantastic. I think he is excellent. Um, there's even, you know, I, I shared this last week, just talking to an NFL scout. I asked about Auburn underclassmen. They're like, Sylvester Smith is who we're watching. So, wow. That's um, big praise. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And for such little, like for such little film that they have on him, I'd say that's that's incredible. They must have looked at some of the high school stuff too. Like they had they practice. To. I'm sure they yeah. got pra they practice and and just networking and stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty eye opening that they're already paying attention to this guy. And yeah. he would have been easy to leave off of this list because you can make the argument of okay, well they brought in Jaron Thompson and. um Laquan you know, Robinson. Laquan Robinson, right. But I just feel like Sylvester Smith is going to beat out one of these dudes. I just I just got that feeling, Charlie Five. And if one of those other guys is a depth piece, or if Sylvester Smith is a depth piece with what I think he's capable of this year, once again, what a prime situation to be in. So Sylvester Smith is my number five here. I love it. I love it. Um, and I and I he was you. he was one that that I struggled not what I caught it. I heard it. You said it out loud. Everybody what? heard it. Uh, he's one that that I had a, I had a hard time not putting on my list because. But the only yeah. reason is like, man, does does Sylvester Smith athletic ability does does that overcome Jaron Thompson's experience experience? Because there's no doubt who the better athlete is. Who like all the measurables, things like that. Does his athlete, does his athletic ability and upside trump? Does it go? Does it outweigh Jaron Thompson's experience. Uh, and, See, and I, I think it's Sylvester Smith versus Laquan Robinson. Think I so? think Jaron Thompson's a lock. Well, I just want, he's more of the, they're, they're, they have this, a similar body type. Like I think yeah. they'll probably play this, play a similar position because Laquan Robinson is going to be, I think he's going to be your like box safety headbuster type guy. And then you got your lurker guys like, well, that's what yeah. Jaron Thompson was at Texas was he was more of your guy that they'd scoot up. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll it again. You, it's a good problem to have. You got a bunch of different. You got a bunch of different dudes back there that can play. But uh, again, I like. Good, I like. Good problem so to have. A, good yes. problem to have. Uh, you, sure. You're going to find a. You're going to find a winner picking uh, if if you get your best two out of those three. Who is who's your number five on this list? Kay and Lee is my number five. He had to be on the list. He's very important. Uh, he he is crucial. Wait, who's your list now? Keldrick Connor. Cobb, uh, Keldra, uh, Falk, Luz, Miller, Cobb, and Lee. K and Lee. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. K and Lee's huge. Uh, he's huge for us. Um, we got to have a lockdown corner, especially after you lose Pritchett and, and, uh, DJ James. Mm -hmm. uh, but you do have, you do have, um, uh, Kite. You have Antonio Kite coming in. You have, uh, uh, Keontae Scott, both of those guys could possibly play outside, uh, but I do think you're better. You're a better team if uh, Kay and Lee can be your lockdown corner. You can put Kite uh, on the other side and then kind of force <laughs> Keontae Scott to come back inside and play nickel. I just think that you're a better football team. If that's the case, I think that makes you a better uh, defensive secondary to have uh, that combination versus, you know, I guess Kay and Lee could play inside too, but I just his, his sure. length and size. I love him outside. Yeah. All right. Other guys that were hard to keep off of this list. One, Hank Brown. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. I mean, the without a doubt. Um, without a doubt. Terrence Love. 
I think he's a solid piece. We'll see. I mean, one of the guys between like Terrence Love or Tyler Scott or Colton Hood are going to emerge, I think, and be a key piece in that defensive backfield. I don't know if they all can, but I I think that's certainly something there. And then uh, Quintrell, Jamison, Travis, once again, for the same reasons. Like, I really think we need two or three other guys to step up on this defensive line. He had some moments in the bowl game, so he could be a dude, too. I'll tell you a name that I've heard people rave about is, and it's maybe not necessarily for a starter, for a, but you can't mm-hmm. just have one deep at tackle. You can't just be one deep. And Tyler Johnson sure. gets gets absolutely – they talk about how he looks in pads and, and how he's he's changed his body already physically. Uh, the Texas Tech uh, commit flip that you got, that's another one of those late Q-free specials, four-star right. guy who redshirted. Uh, Tyler Johnson, I, I would be, you know, he's going to push people. He's going to yeah. push people at both tackles, uh, and that's what you have to have. And and he is, he was kind of one of those, you know, borderline guys to put on my list because because I don't know that he's going to play, but he's crucial from the standpoint that he's got to be able to push those guys, and he's already garnering huge praise uh, in the bowl practices, workouts, everything, uh, scout team. Like he is, he's going to be a player uh, of uh, moving forward. Yeah, the fact that Tyler Johnson and then the incoming JUCO player, Seth Wilfred, are probably going to be your backup tackles, and it's like, well, those two guys could start at tackle potentially next year. I mean, that that's an interesting situation that we've not really found ourselves in lately, so that's a good one. And then another guy that I almost went out on a limb and put him on here, Brenton Williams, just because as of right now, unless Jamonta Waller, which could totally hop him, but like, there's just not a whole lot of Jack linebackers no. on this roster right now. And so Brent Williams, by default, is kind of the backup to McLeod until Waller goes in and takes it. So Brent Williams is a guy worth watching, too. So Sure. Uh, Charlie Five, how can people check out everything that you've got going on? Yeah, absolutely. Find me on uh, Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five uh, in the Locked on Auburn Discord every single day. Or you can catch me Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, to Top Button Podcast. Get yeah, buttoned the, up. Yep, the link to the uh, the Auburn Daily YouTube page where you can hear the Top Button Podcast is in the episode description down below, whether you're watching or listening. Comment down below your top five guys for this season when you look at the 2023 class. I think you can make the argument for a bunch like we just attempted to do click the like button subscribe we'll see you tomorrow this has been locked on auburn